Welcome to the Venture Church Podcast of Venture Church in South Mississippi. Find out more about us at VentureChurch.org. Well, we want to welcome everybody today, and so thank you for tuning in, especially for all those who are online. And so if you could just drop a comment into the chat, our hosts would love to be able to connect with you. Just let us know where you're tuned in from. It's always neat to see so many people from so many different states that are tuned in. We got a lot of people that are tuned in right now in your home. You're having what we call a watch party where you just got your family and your friends, you're building community, you're sitting under God's word. And so thank you for doing that. And then everybody that's at our campuses today at Hunt Club right here at Lincoln Road, Stone County, and on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And so if we haven't had a chance to meet yet, my name's Timmy and had the privilege of serving and leading our students in college ministry here at Venture. And so I think we could all agree today that the past three months has just been, it's been wild. I mean, we're constantly having to adjust and pivot. You know, that's been like a big word is, you know, we got to figure out how to pivot. We're always having to adjust. But the thing is, is like, it seems like every day we wake up, we wake up in a different world. The news has changed, the headlines are changed, and we're constantly having to adjust. And one of the things that we've all had to adjust to is, I mean, come on, wearing these masks. You know what I'm saying? And and hear me say this, like, I'm for it. You know, anything to help slow down or prevent the spread of COVID-19, like, I'm game. Let's do it. But can we just be honest? These things are aggravating. Can I get an amen, somebody? Are y'all with me? And it's it's just part of the world that we live in right now. And we're having to adjust to wearing these things. You've probably had a lot of conversations like me. I was having a conversation the other day, and uh, I was in a, in a store, so I was wearing my mask. And, and typically, you know, I'm real ADD, so it's kind of, I'm, I'm trying to stay with people in conversations, but I was actually paying attention in this conversation. And they asked me, they said, well, Timmy, are you even, like, with me? And I literally had to, like, pull down my mask, and it's like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm smiling, I promise. Have you had to do that? And, you know, maybe it works to your advantage where uh, you might be aggravated at someone and and they can't tell you're aggravated because you're kind of hiding behind the life behind the mask. And we're having to adjust to, you know, life behind this thing. And it's an adjustment. And it's hard to figure out. But the more I started thinking about it, I thought, wow, what an incredible insight to our culture. I mean, it's like a metaphor for our life. I mean, think about it. We live in this constant tension about what we want people to see and what we want people to believe about our life versus the reality of our life. It's about to get good. And it's just the tension that we live in, the tension of of projecting what we want people to believe about our family and projecting what we want people to believe about our finances and our friends versus what's actually happening behind the mask. And I could explain it this way. It's real easy to project all of this confidence, like, hey, we got it, life is good, to project all of the confidence, but really, we might just be trying to protect all of our insecurities. It's the life behind the mask. You know, it's easy to project and say, oh, yeah, man, my marriage is amazing, let me tell you about it. I've spent more time with my husband these past three months, let me tell you, it's been great, but We might be trying to protect the fact that maybe, just maybe, if we were to be honest today, that marriage might be struggling. It's easy to project, you know, single life is the best life, let's go. But you're trying to protect the thing that keeps haunting you, that thought 
that, man, maybe, just maybe, I might have to spend the rest of my life alone. And see, it's, this, it's that tension of what we're projecting versus reality. And so today, what we're going to talk about, and the t- kind of the title of the message is Behind the Mask. And so I just got to ask everybody today, right out of the gate, is who's really behind the mask? Who is it? And we're going to look at a guy in scripture named Jairus, and you know, he's a synagogue leader, and just to give you a little context, is, is for this guy, he's very well respected in the community, um, he's got a great reputation, like he's a man of authority, he's a man of power, he's probably got a lot of money, and so from the outside looking in, I mean, Jairus' life is great, like you would think he's got it all together. But what we're going to see, and we're going to get a glimpse behind the scenes into his life because the reality is, is that he's scared to death because he's got a 12-year-old girl who is deathly sick and needs a miracle. And so here we are, we're going to pick up in Mark chapter 5, and we'll be in verse 21. And you can follow along on the screens or in the app, however you prefer. But it's in, uh, right here it says, When Jesus had crossed over to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him, and, and while, gathered around him. And then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus, here's our guy, named Jairus came. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet. And he pleaded earnestly with Jesus and said, My daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. And so Jesus went with him, and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. And so here's the thing as we start to kind of dive in today is, can I just tell you, don't over-spiritualize Jairus. And you might think, I've never heard that from a pastor before. And, uh, but seriously, don't over-spiritualize this guy. Because when he saw Jesus, he didn't think, oh my gosh, look, there's Jesus. There's the Son of Man. You know, there's the Messiah. Not like, No. Nobody really knew who Jesus was. I mean, even the disciples at this point still had their questions, and they were trying to piece all of this together. And so this passage is not about a super-Christian that had it all figured out. This passage is about a normal person like me, a normal person like you. This passage is about a daddy who's scared to death that he might lose his baby girl. And so the first thing that we see is behind the mask is a real person with a real need. You know, like we talked about from the outside looking in, Jairus, I mean, he had it all together. You think his life was perfect, but we get a glimpse and to see what's really happening. And behind the mask, he's scared to death. He's in a desperate situation. And so for me and for you, I think the question for us today is, man, how long are we going to continue to project maybe this false narrative of our life and continue to project and just pretend and act that life is okay? Because can I tell you that behind the mask is who you really are? And behind the mask is who I really am. The guy that has fears and concerns And behind the mask are real-life people like you and me. Man, we've made our fair share of mistakes. And sometimes we haven't forgiven ourselves of them. And we're scared to death. We're frustrated. We got our doubts. We got our insecurities. Because behind the mask is who we really are. And there just comes a point, if we want to move forward, 
where we got to be honest. And so you might be thinking, well, what do I do? How does this play out? Well, let's look at Jairus real quick. Because I, w- I want you to see the tension and the choice that he had to make. Because, you know, for him and, and in this culture, for a man to fall at the feet of another man is complete humiliation. Like it was, it was like a disgrace to do that. And so, and so follow this. Because now Jairus, he had a choice to make, right? I think we all have a choice to make. Jairus could hold on to his reputation. He could hold on to his status. He could hold on to his pride. Or... He could get help. And what did he do? Well, Jairus, he took off his mask. He laid down his pride. And he fell down at the feet of Jesus and admitted he had a need. And I remember like 12, 13 years ago, I had to have like the conversation with Nicole's dad. You know what I'm talking about? Where I had to go ask for his blessing to, to be able to ask Nicole to marry me. And man, I was scared to death. I mean, we, us men, like if you've been there, like <laughs> you're just scared to death. So this is like a no judgment zone, okay? But just scared to death, nervous, finally ha- got the courage to ha- have the conversation. And at the end of the conversation, he said something to me that has still stuck with me today. He said, you know, Timmy, he said, I've lived with Nicole for 21 years. I know firsthand that she can be difficult to live with. And I was thinking, he said it, not me. And then he goes on to say, he's like, but never be afraid to ask for help. And the way that translated to me was, Timmy, don't let your pride keep you from asking for help. And maybe that's what we need to hear today is we've been holding on to our pride and our reputation, and it's keeping us from taking a step forward and falling down at the feet of Christ. So don't let our pride keep us from getting the help that we need. And, you know, the story continues because, you know, Jairus went up to Jesus, right, and this kind of story. He goes up to Jesus, and he asks for help, and, man, they start rolling, and they're heading towards Jairus' house to see his girl. Then all of a sudden, Jesus gets interrupted. You know, there was this woman who had some issues, like she was bleeding and been bleeding for 12 years, couldn't get it to stop. And this woman, um, she was considered unclean and just an outcast of society. It was just the way the culture was then. Um, And so she makes her way, like she navigates through this crowd and she finally gets to where Jesus is and just kind of touches the bottom of his, his, his like, you know, clothing. And all of a sudden Jesus, he stops what he's doing. He has a conversation with this woman and ultimately ends up healing this woman. And we don't know how long the time was, but think about it. For Jairus, it probably seemed like eternity. Because listen to where we pick up in Mark chapter 5. It's in verse 35. While Jesus was still speaking to the woman and to the crowd, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. And this is what they told him. They said, hey Jairus, your daughter is dead. And so why bother Jesus anymore? And so behind the mask are real life doubts. And I know this is hard, but if you could just for, an, just for a second, use your imagination and try to put yourself in Jairus' shoes. I mean, could you imagine He finally got the courage to to fall down at the feet of another man and ask for help. And all of a sudden, they're going towards this house, and this woman shows up. This woman interrupts Jesus. This woman gets healed, and in the midst of all that, his daughter dies. 
I mean, could you imagine Jairus being like, come on, Jesus. Like, couldn't we gone a little bit faster? Like, I was here first. And maybe, maybe we can't imagine something quite to that extreme, but I think you can relate. Have you ever been at a place where you're just praying and praying and praying and begging God for a breakthrough? Or maybe just for God to put wind in your sails again? And you're begging God and begging God and begging God for some sort of breakthrough in your life. And it seems like every time you look up, everybody else in your life's getting a breakthrough but you. Have you been there? And then all of a sudden, this little voice in the back of your head, it happens. Just like they told Jairus. Why bother Jesus anymore? And you hear that voice in the back of your head. Why bother? Why keep praying? Why keep moving forward? And so if this is you today, can I just help you out a little bit? (laughs) And I love this. When God delays... You stay. When God delays, you stay. And so at all of our campuses today, Hunt Club, Stone County, Lincoln Road, Gulf Coast, let's say this together. If you're online, just type it in the chat. You ready? When God delays, you stay. Come on, everybody, one more time. When God delays, you stay. When it seems like God's not moving at the pace that you want him to move, guess what? You stay. When it seems like God's not working on your timetable, which, hello, he's not, you stay. You keep believing. You keep begging. You keep asking God for the miracle, for the breakthrough, whatever it is. You stay in step with Jesus, just like Jairus did. And never forget this, that God's delayed timing, it does not mean his denial of your request. His delayed timing It does not mean his denial of your request. And so when it seems like God delays in your life, which guess what, it happens to all of us. We want the instant fix, like an Instapot. But when God delays in our life, we stay the course. Because God is a good God regardless of the circumstances. And so then we kind of keep on rolling and we see verse 36. And remember, Jairus just got the worst news ever. And then Jesus in 36, verse 36, it says this, overhearing what they said. And I just want you to know that Jesus is paying attention. He, you may, might think that he's forgot about you, but he's paying attention. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what's going on in your family. Like he sees you. He hasn't forgot about you. And so, verse 36, overhearing what they said, Jesus told Jairus, do not be afraid, just believe. And I love this little, little setting, if you would, because it's just like, if you could imagine Jairus, I mean, just the worst news ever. And Jesus, it's like Jesus kind of puts his arm around Jairus and is like, hey, bro, I haven't forgot about you. Just believe. Come on, let's, let's go home. And so you can read the rest of the story because Jesus goes with Jairus to his house and he bends down and he grabs the little girl's hand and he performs a miracle and brings this little girl back to life. And, uh, and, so, and so it's just an incredible setting. But in closing, this is what I wanna, want us to see is that behind the mask is the person that God loves. And you might think, oh, well, that's simple. <laughs> that's actually a pretty profound statement if you think about it. Behind the mask is the person that God loves. Like God's not in love with a future version of you. He's not in love with this fixed up version of you. He's not in love with the filtered, you know, Instagram version of you. No, no, no. Listen, like God is in love with you. 
the real you, the real me, with all the pain and the hurts and the insecurities and the doubts and the frustrations and the anger and the concern, everything that we're dealing with today, guess what? That's the person that God is in love with. He's not in love with the person we pretend to be. He's in love with who we really are. Just look at Romans 5.8. It says, when we were at our worst, when we were hopeless, when we had nothing to offer, Scripture says, that's when Christ died for us. And think about it, that Jesus wasn't crucified for the person you pretend to be. He was crucified for who we really are. And if we're just going to be honest, man, we all have our struggles. It's just the world that we live in. It's part of being human. There's no one here today or listening online that's not struggling with something. We all struggle, and I believe what Jesus is saying today is, man, will you just take off your mask? Will you quit pretending? Man, this message is for me. Will you quit pretending and fall down at the feet of a God who loves you? It doesn't have to be in public like Jairus. It can be in the stillness and the quietness of your own home. And just to be honest with the God that created you. And, and a cool little secret is, is, you know, God's not afraid of your mess. <laughs> He's not. He's not. And that's so liberating for me because if I can just be transparent with y'all is, man, I'm the world's worst at just faking it till you make it. You've been there where you're just like, oh, yeah, life is great. And you just kind of fake it till you make it. Like I keep people at a distance. I'm just being real. You know, I keep people at a distance. I don't want people to know about my life. You know, I don't want to talk about what I'm struggling with or what I'm dealing with. And that's not healthy. It's not good. And here's the reason why. It's typically how we treat others is how we treat God. And that's real in my life. Where even before God Almighty, who already knows what I'm struggling with, I'll even just to God be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, how crazy is that? But this just is part of being human. And, and so can I just tell you that Jesus already knows what you're dealing with today? He does. He knows what's going on in your life and in your heart. So the question is, is he, he's wanting to know is, will you trust him with it? Will you trust God with your doubts? with your struggles, with your marriage, with your finances, with all of your insecurities, will you trust Jesus with those? And you know, we're in a series called Unsung Heroes. And so the hero of this story is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is the hero of every single story. And the day is coming where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, a.k.a. hero. And I pray that we see that now before then. And so Jesus is the hero, but the unsung hero of the story is a guy named Jairus. And you might think, well, Timmy, you told us at the beginning not to over-spiritualize Jairus. So now what you doing? You're contradicting yourself? No, no, no. It's a guy named Jairus. And you might say, well, if that was... My baby girl, I would have done the same thing. If that was my wife, I would have done the same thing. Or if that was my husband, I would have done the same thing. And I would say, congratulations, I sure hope so. But the question today is, will you do it for you? Will you fall at the feet of Jesus for the things that you're struggling with? To the doubts that you have? And follow the example of this God named Jairus, a man 
a normal man like me and like you who was willing to risk everything to encounter a God who could restore everything. And so today, the question is pretty clear, I think, is, uh, is will you come out of hiding? Will you take off the mask and admit that you're human, that you have needs, and just say, God, would you help me? Because I'm telling you, he is a loving God that's willing to meet you in the midst of the pain in the midst of the hurt, the struggles, whatever it is. But we just have to have the courage, like Jairus, who is willing to risk it all to encounter a God who could restore it all. So I asked at the beginning is, who's behind the mask? Jesus knows. But will you be willing to trust him with it? Let's pray. Father, we love you. And God, we thank you for the truth of your word. And God, just a, the, the picture of the gospel. That when we lay our life down and we come to you and we ask for forgiveness and we ask for help, God, that you would restore us. And God, in this season of life, you know, the past three months, it would, be, it would just be crazy of us to act like the past three months have been easy. They've been the hardest three months that we, most of us have ever had to deal with. And we all have struggles. God, the three things that are on, our, on, on the rise right now is, you know, mental illness and, and health. Those type things are on a rise. Unemployment's on a rise. And God, divorce rate is on a rise over the past three months. So God, we all have our struggles and God, we thank you for being a God that loves us, a God that's willing to meet us, a God that's willing to, to help us. And God, I just pray that we'd be honest with you today. God, we'd take off our mask and quit pretending and quit projecting that everything is fine. And we would have an honest conversation with you and you would meet us right in the midst of it. So Father, we love you. God, we thank you for Venture Church. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said... Thank you for joining us for the Venture Church podcast. To find a campus near you, check out venturechurch.org.